about Trevor Bauer. I started you. I don't know where it started. Something about Trevor Bauer. That's a great cold open start. Uh, <laughs> hi. Uh, it's us. Uh, somehow we didn't get uh, locked out either. Um, although I can't find my key to my house. I don't know why. I'll probably blame uh, Manfred for that too, though. Yeah. It, it's 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 nice to you know not be hearing about who's signing where all day long uh, on the Discord because kind of getting sick of seeing uh, uh, Jeff Passan uh, pa- Passan Passan. I say Passan. I don't know what it is. I think it's Passan. I don't know why. Like he Baton, should put pronunciation you know? in his bio. He should. He should really do that. Do that, Jeff. We'll call you. We'll call you Jeff Jeffrey. Right now, you're, Jeffrey. You're the only. You're the only Jeffrey out there right now. Jeffrey in terms Minger. of baseball. Uh, but yeah, Jeffrey. Uh, I I like you. I really do. Uh, I'm I'm starting to get sick of seeing you on my uh, Twitter feed like every three minutes about a random uh, free agent signing. And it isn't your fault. Don't get me wrong. I know you're doing your job, but like, goddamn free agent signings. Drink a drink some water, bro. Freddie Galvis is going to Japan. I can say his name because now he's not part of the collective. I don't know why, but for some reason, my mind immediately jumped to the, uh, you know, like that stupid, like, band kid humor and meme of, like, John Cena, like, the communist John Cena meme. Yeah. My mind immediately jumped to the music that they play in that. I don't know why. Uh, Also, that meme is no longer funny because uh, middle school idiots ruined it. It's the same thing with the... the f- everything with side talk nyc like dude side talk is fucking amazing i love it so much but oh i am sick and tired of hearing bing bong bing bong joe byron all over the place if i if i go back to the camp that i work at as like an overnight counselor or a coordinator or what i'm banning both of those phrases uh, unless I, or, or I'll put a limit of like you can only use it five times as a group all day. Use it wisely. I was uh, helping out at a uh, a little kids um, music class this morning, and these kids are like you know they're pretty good. They've all been playing for like a year, a year and a half. So yeah. like you know not bad for their age. I think the oldest of which is like nine. But uh, yeah. they all the 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 actual teacher was like, "All right, let's make sure all your microphones are on." So of course they all start screaming. Yeah, that never ends well. I I'll save save this video and maybe I'll put it on Twitter or something. But they all start screaming and uh, so I play uh, E major seven over nine E major seven add nine chord, which is I don't know if people know who this is. Rob Scallon, the YouTuber. Uh, writes like a lot of his songs based around that chord and he did a video where he explains that chord so that's that's the Rob Scallon chord it actually sounded really good with the kids screaming amazing it was funny oh did you hear uh, or did you, I, I assume you saw the Trevor Bauer thing because we were talking about it earlier yeah but like Douche my man was posting <laughs> my man posted like because in case you don't know now that the lockout's a thing uh, the MLB removed, like, and, yeah. all players' likeness of, like, any player currently signed to a team or anything. In and the major leagues. Minor leaguers. In, the, in the major leagues. Minor leagues are fine. It, it's kind of funny because, like, you look at MLB.com now, fucking ghost town, man. 
because they can't like use the player's image or likeness on there as well. So they accept like Hall of Fame candidacy and Bob Costas talking about, yeah, I wish to be the next Ken Burns baseball documentary man. And video like, of Jim Bunning's perfect game. Exactly. And like well, Arizona like, Fall League stuff. Yeah, and like in response, a lot of like MLB players have like changed their profile pictures on like social media to be like that blanked out photo that they're using on MLB.com. And then Trevor Bauer did it. And like what makes it even more stupid is like all those bees on like his profile picture face thing. Like what is like I know his last name is Bauer, but like what does the B have to do with anything? Like it's supposed to be blanked out, period. So good job. You already screwed it up once. Um and then he's saying, Can't find me now, haha, and everything. Which is not like he's considering it's like, not like he hasn't been locked out of baseball literally for what, yeah. half a year now? Yeah. He's still on administrative leave, technically. I think. It's it's kinda hilarious, but also like Trevor's Trevor's a douchebag. Yeah. Like he has this like idea of he he's the Elon Musk of MLB. Yeah, but Elon Musk opinion. didn't allegedly like do shit. Like no, he, here's what I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. Obviously Elon Musk and Trevor are different people. But the thing with Elon Musk is that he's this extremely rich I mean, he is the richest person in the world, I think, still right now. You know, extremely rich guy, right? And he's in his 40s, I think, now. And he acts like a fucking, like, 12-year-old on Reddit or 4chan. Like, all the shitty memes, all the shitty jokes, really just saying whatever the fuck he wants to say. And, like, he's free to do that. By all means, go ahead. But also, it definitely casts his company and, like, his assets and his employees and his employers, if there are somehow any other than the deep state, according to right-wing media. Uh, really, anybody associated with him is kind of like, yeah, he, he's doing his own thing. It ain't reflective. If of I game. ever met Elon Musk, I feel like I'd get along with him. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, no, he seems like a great guy to talk to and hang out with. But he also just seems like one of those like generic Discord mods. Well, not too generic, because then he'd have a bunch of uh, pedophilia cases against him. Yeah. But like. You know, he seems like one of those like shitty like meme lords in like middle school that like an- like Naruto anime runs, and he like grew up and got a shit ton of money, and now he's just like didn't change at all. He's Trevor exactly Bauer. Trevor Bauer is the MLB version of that, though, but like even worse because like for the past six months, really the only thing that we've heard about Trevor Bauer are two things. Number one, allegedly and most likely. He has done some extremely fucked up shit uh, to his sexual partners. And what he does in the bedroom, obviously, is like not our place to really know or care. Unless but if you are with a minor, in which case. Yes. Then we, call Chris Hansen, then we call Chris Hansen. Um, but like. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Remember when he, remember when he got a call to the cops on him uh, by Onision? Yeah. <laughs> Because he knocked on the door and wanted to ask a question on Onision. I was like, this guy is yelling at me and trying to kill me and whatnot, yada, yada, yada. Whereas Chris was just like, is that woman in your house of legal age? No. My, f- my favorite Keith Harrison thing, or, um, Chris Hansen's thing, sorry, my brain was on. Uh, it was also the uh, the guy who Bill Hader does the impression of. I forget his name. 
But uh, there was a bit on when Conan hosted the Emmys in like 2006, where he uh, he's like wandering through all the TV shows. So, like he falls out of the ceiling in the office, and he ends up on the island of, for Lost and stuff. But then he uh, he ends up in some random house. Yeah, but and also he's like there, and he's just like, so what are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to get to the Emmys. Are you do- uh, is the Emmys okay with you doing this? I don't know. Well, then why are you doing it? I don't know. Uh, Chris Han- Chris Hansen is an underrated king, honestly. Um, who isn't a king, though, is Trevor Bauer. Um, yeah. But, like, how he goes about, like, acting, like, in response to, like, everything going on with him, he just seems like a giant entitled man-child, honestly. Like how he tweets, what he posts on Instagram, how he acts about it. He, he's he's basically saying, like somewhere along the lines of like, yeah, this shit's going on, but I'm just gonna like keep doing me. I don't give a shit about what's 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 actually going on, you know. Don't you know yada yada yada, you know. And then he's like talking shit to like other players and whatnot. He's he's just a fucking asshole. And then with Luba, God. Jeremy Frank dunked on her for first off. Uh, shout out Jeremy, we love Jeremy. And um, but also like he immediately jumps to like, yeah, no, she's fucking great at her job. She's doing her job. You guys are uneducated and dumb, and you guys listen to Max say it now. Like, shut the fuck up, like, dude. Max Scherzer is a future Hall of Famer. You are probably going to prison. There is a distinct difference between the Mm -hmm. two of them. And, like, yeah, there definitely is no doubt about it some correlation between the contract that Trevor Bauer got and the contract Max Scherzer got in terms of the size of it, like AAV. However, here's the thing. The Los Angeles Dodgers signed you, Trevor, because you were a hot free agent coming off a Cy Young Award in a shortened season. With a team, Mouse, that didn't even score. I don't. I don't even think the Reds scored a run in the postseason in 2020. Right. Before then, you were an on again, off again hothead who threw a baseball in a war during warmups from one end of the left field all the way to the end of right field, and also pissed everybody in Cleveland off. You are completely different than the guy who is a, what, three-time Cy Young Award winner, 3,000 strikeout club member, one of the most dominant pitchers of the past, what, five, ten years that is now on a team with the most dominant pitcher of the last five years? Like, there's there, the, the correlation there stops with the, these guys both did good and they got big money from big market teams. That's the correlation ending. So like, don't don't equate yourself to him. Don't. Also, you're not. A, you're not contract. His, huh? I I feel that this is my opinion. I think Scherzer's contract is absurd. He's 37. It's a three-year contract. He's getting 40 million a year. Who knows? Like he's Max Scherzer now. Who knows how he'll be, even in a year from now. Yeah, I know. I and like I agree with that, but you also have to take into account. Trevor Bauer had the one genuinely good year. 
in a career where he is on again, off again on good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. I think we did an episode when he saw, around when he signed that contract. Yeah, I was, signed with I was shaky on it then too. When, it's when even, did he it's, sign it's with even funnier because it's even funnier because the title of that episode is uh, "What the Hell, Trevor Bauer," and we could have oh, yeah. made that about when he. It applies for most related Trevor Bauer things. Yeah, Trevor Bauer is a recurring gag on here at this point. It's it's him, uh, tinfoil bitch, and and these words from our sponsor. Yeah. The Why Do We Trade for Jonathan Scope podcast is brought to you by the website Image Flip. It's very convenient if you don't want to use GIMP for something really small, photo editing wise. Uh, this episode of the Why Do We Trade for Jonathan Scope podcast is sponsored by uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, he doesn't actually know that he's this. Uh, I just wanted to put a random rapper here. Uh, Runner-ups for uh, the nomination of who was sponsoring this uh, behind Lil Uzi Vert included 21 Savage, uh, A Tribe Called Quest, and of course the most famous rapper of all time, uh, Slim Jesus. Uh, so yeah, thank you Lil Uzi Vert for your continued unknowing and not real support of the Why Do We Trade for Jonathan Scope podcast. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Oh, also, uh, we now have a link tree. You may have seen this when you clicked on the podcast. Uh, HTTPS colon slash slash link tr dot ee slash why did we trade for Jscope? It'll give you links to like all our shit and stuff and, and things and things and uh, roll the fucking intro already. Okay, we're back now. That was a very abrupt cutoff. Thanks for that. Uh, as I was saying, though, what's really weird about, like, how Luba and Bauer are, like, going about, like, yeah, Trevor Bauer is the one behind all of these contracts and everything. Like, not really <laughs> kind of-ish. Because, like, yeah, average per year-wise, like, AAV he is one of the highest like paid players but it is a what one year deal with like two year options which yeah, is like kind of weird it's it's odd like what makes it even more hilarious is like, like when, when would he not pick up the option like He's going to pick up the option because he knows that he's not going to get. No, I mean, like if he hadn't, you know, money. been suspended the whole year or whatever, when what situation would he not take the option? Not to mention, like the the thing with uh, Bauer's contract, right? And I gotta like actually look at the exact AV because I want it to be like correct in this. Uh, three years, one hundred two million dollars, right? Uh, opt-out options after 2021 and 2022. He's most definitely opting into 2022. Um, the the thing is, is that, like, simple math, for one thing, 102 mil divided by 3 is 34 mil a year. Um, that's not the most amount of money 
uh, per year, for one thing. Um, it's not. That honor belongs right now, I believe, to Scherzer now. I could be wrong. But if it's not Scherzer, it's most definitely Trout. Because, holy gamoli. Uh, like, annual see, average like, value of 43.5. Hold on. The contract has an average annual value of 43.3 million. Uh, largest AV in MLB history, breaking the previous record bit held by <gasps> Garrett Cole. You remember him, right? That other pitcher. The sticky stuff guy? Yeah, that, he. The whole throw ball thing and isn't a total asshole. That's weird. Um, what else is there? Uh, Arenado's getting 30 million a year. Uh, Mike Partially Trout's paid getting by the Colorado 35. Rockies. Trout's getting a lot. Got you. He's Trout... getting 35.5 million a year. Trout's and also, like he's the best player a... of all time, though. So. Yeah, Trout is like top five player all time at the end of his career, most likely. Like, Mookie's getting what thirty point four million a year AAV. The only reason the AAVs aren't higher is that they're getting tw- they both got twelve year contracts. Yeah, but like if that's a ten year contract, and also Tatis, and also Tatis fourteen years three hundred forty mil. But like, it, it it's money. the same thing. Like, you didn't change the game single handedly in the market. Like, yeah, you may have had some level of impact, but also the contract you got was technically only one year guaranteed. The other two years were opt-outs. I think all three years or four years, it is three years, yeah, of Scherzer's contract is guaranteed. All 12 years of Mookie Betts' contract, I'm 99% certain, guaranteed. And Mike Trout ain't going nowhere from L.A. because nobody else is willing, well, they're willing to take on that contract. They're not going to be able to afford it. I think the like, amount of options in Bauer's contract is the one thing that, like, someone's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should do that. I don't understand it because, like, if you're pitching a great year, you're going to take that option because – or maybe he, that's the one time he wouldn't. Like, if you pitch a bad year, you take the option, you get paid a good amount of money. If you have an insane year, maybe he tries to get more money. I think that's the one yeah. – it's kind of stupid, though. It's a risk. Yeah. What if you get like, lower offers because people know you're trying to play the system? Yeah, no, like, it, like Rendon's getting 35. Strasburg's getting 35, like, a, a year. Zach Grinke got 34.5 mil a year from the Diamondbacks. Like, you aren't the sole proprietor of the massive contracts that many of these star players are getting. Quit equating yourself to Mike Trout and Garrett Cole. You are not Mike Trout and Garrett Cole. You are goddamn Trevor Bauer, a piece of shit and an asshole who the only reason you're not one of the most hated players in baseball history is because there are worse people than you. But right now you are one of the mo- you are the most hated player currently playing baseball. So live with that. Also live with the fact that your agent is vehemently defending two sexual predators and treating it like it's a regular Wednesday. So thanks again to Jamie Frank for absolutely demolishing her argument, by the way. Um, Speaking of absolutely demolishing arguments that are stupid on Heyman. Got it. Got to love Heyman. God, he best reporter in the history of baseball after Bob Nightingale. I don't understand anything that he does nowadays. He's, he's no one does. Just, I don't think he does. 
So I if you don't some crack or something. John Heyman pissed off uh 99.9999999999999 was Barry Bonds and himself. Yeah. That we know of. Because yeah, because uh I yesterday would be pissed off if I got that many replies that were negative. He posted his uh, Hall of Fame ballot. Uh and ballot as a whole, by the way. Uh are these Bobby Bray, Barry Bonds, Mark Burley, Roger Clemens, Carl Crawford, Prince Fielder, Todd Helton, Ryan Howard, Tim Hudson, Tory Hunter, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Tim Lincecum. I don't know why I said Kent. Uh, Jeff Kent, Tim Lincecum, Justin Morneau, Joe Nathan, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, Jonathan Papeldouche, uh, Jake Peavy, Andy Petit, uh, Petit, Petit. I always Petit. say Petit. I don't Petit. know why. Petit, AJ Prasinski, Manny Ramirez, Aroid, Scott Rowland, Jimmy Rollins, Kurt Schilling, Gary Sheffield, Sam Sosa, Teixeira, Vizcal, Wagner. He only voted for Kurt Schilling. Scott Rowland, Jeff Kent, Andrew Jones, and Barry Bonds. The fuck, John Heyman? The fuck, now, man? here's the thing. I will say this. Kurt Schilling may be an asshole, but he is a Hall of Famer. Scott Rowland... his whole controversy last year where he told everyone in Baseball Writers Association that they all Not suck. to vote for him and he'll just yeah. get elected in, in the Veterans Committee. No, like... You may be an asshole, Kurt, but I have to give you I genuine credit. I kind of would want to vote him in out of spite, but I just like haha. He only got it on your tenth. I wouldn't tenth vote year. for him in this situation. He also voted yes, by the way, Heyman, on making his uh, his vote public, even though he tweeted um, it anyway. Yeah, like fourteen days before. Or like a month before they would actually. Ballots must be that. submitted by mail only by December thirty first, twenty twenty one. I think it's after results are announced. So like it would. Yeah, be after the results like are announced. <laughs> and he just tweeted out himself. Feel like that's a breach of contract in some capacity, but nah, I don't know. Care. I'm not a member of it BWA. Interfere with his ballot in any way. So. Um. First off, he's like, "Send my Hall of Fame ballot today. We'll provide explanations later. Many close calls." How do you have close calls when you have five votes left? You get ten total. He used five votes. It's it's so just dumb. Can um, he not count past five? Does he need to take his pants off to count to 21? He also voted for... Uh, no, he, he did not add or drop any returning candidate. And there were no first-time candidates selected. Um, first-time candidates, by the way, this year were Krasinski, Ryan Howard, Prince Fielder, Crawford, uh, Lincecum, Morno, Nathan, Ortiz, Papelbon, Peavy, and uh, A-Rod. And Jimmy Did Rollins. I say Rollins and Rollins. I thought I said Rollins, my bad. Um, you didn't vote for any of those people. Um, it is... It is something. It is definitely something. Um, Why would because... you vote for Barry Bonds, known steroid user, have five votes remaining, but then not vote for Roger Clemens or Alex Rodriguez? It's, it's like trouble. both. If you ignore the steroid thing, they are both undoubtedly Hall of Famers. Even yeah. Sammy Sosa. What 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 are you thinking here? Did he post his reasoning for this yet? Yes, he posted a lot of reasoning. Oh, let's read um, the reasoning. There's many. Um, where is it? Uh, uh, guy. Oh, Antoine Staley. I forgot who it was for a moment. 
Uh, you voted for Bond, so you're my man, John. He said, thanks, Antoine. Uh, Not reasoning. Here, here's some of the things down here. Uh, well, at least you only made five bag picks instead of the allowed ten. Uh, <laughs> He said, some folks don't mind drugs and cheaters. We who believe in fair play don't complain about that choice. But it's interesting that many of the folks who don't mind cheating are offended by those who do. Um, fair play, but then also... What? <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite hilarious. Um, right, you want, let's go, maybe we should go through our ballots. Who we would vote for. You can go first. <laughs> All right. Um, my ballot, honestly, I would put, I would put Schilling because again, no, no steroids. He's an asshole, but he deserves it. Uh, Scott Rowland, extremely underrated, deserves every bit of credit he gets. Um, honestly, Pettit was one of the most consistent pitchers in the MLB for so long. I would put him there. Big Poppy, not even a second thought in my mind. Uh, Jeff Kent, yes. Andrew Jones, yes. That's six. Uh, Todd Helton, most fucking definitely. Uh, greatest player in Rockies history, without a second doubt. Uh, and then Mark Burley, maybe, maybe not. That would be the one, like, really on the fence. And also, same with Bob, Bobby Abreu. A little bit less off the fence, leaning no. But I, you can make a good case for him being a yes. So I would have seven. Doubt about it, most likely. Maybe eight. Everybody else, I'm sorry, either steroid-related or your, your numbers just don't mat, add up. Okay. Or you're Tory Hunter, and I don't want to see you have anything yeah, worth Tory it. Yeah, Hunter. But. He should be banned from the sport. Uh, so here, here's, my, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I am an unbiased voter here. I do not vote based on Un, teams. Unbiased, my unbiased, ass. Unbiased, my, yeah. Uh, most unbiased human being ever. Okay, here we go. Bobby Abreu. Mark Burley. See, not a Philly. Totally unbiased there. See, uh, Todd Helton, not a Philly. Ryan Howard should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, fuck Jonathan Papelbon. David Ortiz. I like David Ortiz. He can go in. Uh, fuck Scott Rowland. Fuck him. Jimmy Rollins, hell yes. Uh, fuck Kurt Schilling. Fuck him. And Billy Wagner. I don't know how many that is. But I think I have like two or three more, so that's it. Done. Goodbye. Not biased whatsoever. Yeah. That's why we are not allowed uh, to vote. <laughs> but also, we're not baseball. I mean, technically we are. I wrote baseball. I mean, look, I work for a baseball see? team, so I kind of count. I write, I write uh, baseball <laughs> all the time. Look, right now, self-promotion, bot ball discord. Baseball. Did you just write baseball? Amazing. Baseball, right? Uh... <laughs> God damn you. What is what is going on back there? Us police sirens. Why? Because Phillies had like Philly 500 murders this year or something. I oh, I thought another... about the Philadelphia Phillies for a moment. I was like, uh... uh... I mean... Uh, yeah. Also, there's a, it's, there's a hospital like two blocks from here, so it could also be that. Ah, true. But like... What was the other thing that Heyman said? Heyman says I actually like subtweeted because I like doing that because I don't care. Uh, oh yeah, no, he uh, posted in. He didn't post, but he like posted a subtweet. 
basically that said where is it because he is it's a little bit further up um come on where are you where are you I have resisted supporting all steroid-linked slash improved players as I question the authenticity of their achievements, but have made Bonds the one exception as the narrative that he didn't use steroids until after at least 1998. Compelling. By then, he had three MVPs and seven top-five finishes. Here's the thing, John. And I cannot stress this enough, John. He still used steroids! Still used steroids. The entire time after 1998, you mean to tell me that his achievements post-1998, even with the steroids, does get discounted by everything he did before 1998? Oh, boy! Let's take a look at what he did before 1998. And from 86 all the way to there. Uh, he was a member of the 400 Home Run Club. That's pretty good. That's pretty he good. He already had almost 1,400 strikeouts. Uh, not strikeouts, sorry, walks. Wow, that's a lot. That's that's definitely up there with some of the most all-time stri- uh, walk guys. It's really impressive. I'm proud of you, Barry. You're doing great. What's this? Barely even reached a thousand strikeouts in what twelve years? Oh, that's insane. Barely even getting ninety a season on average. Woo! <laughs> that's amazing. Um, but I don't know. Something seems off. Let's see, something just seems very off there. He's like, he's already gotten what? That's 12 seasons under his belt. He's getting up there in age. He's 33. That's a, that's around the point where, you know, you start having some regression. And it isn't like always super sh- And sometimes it's, you know, that slow down, like not getting as many hard hit balls. So you're not getting as many like extra base hits, doubles, homers, triples, if you're that fast still. Something just seems off though, because. I'm looking at it and like he dipped a little bit after an injury in 1999 right and then came 2000 and he's leading the league in OPS plus he has a 117 walks to lead the league he's still doing good on that part but 49 homers is career high that's a interesting number well, that was what, 2000? Yeah. Ne- next year, he's going to really regret. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, you yeah, missed, you missed something. You missed something. You missed something. November 2000, test positive for steroids. <laughs> you want to know the best part about everything? It's only 2000. And yeah, now he's he's 35 years old, 36 years old. He can't he can't do shit when he's 36. I mean, who who, who hits, you know, let's put a stupid number out there. Let's, let's put... Let's say he had 73 homers. That would be so obviously using some sort of performance enhancing drugs. I mean, for one thing, that sets an MLB record for homers in a season. (laughs) Possibly he can't do it without using steroids, right? Right? Oh, yeah, he did exactly that. And then he went on to set MLB records for home runs, walks, and intentional walks. Before his career ended, he when his career ended, sorry, he was hitting just under 300 at 298, had a 444-607 slash for a lifetime OPS of 1051. Before he did steroids, he was at a 294-11-556 slash, 966 OPS. Because he used steroids, he literally juiced his stats 
a whole 100 points higher on the OPS. 18 points higher on OPS+. Plus. He added 300 total bases. A shit ton more intentional walks. 400 to be exact. And he did it all cheating. He nearly reached 3,000 hits. Cheating. 600 doubles. Cheating. He did all of those things while cheating. And then he was and he lied about perjury. It. He lied about it. He said, no, I just ate I, I just ate a healthy breakfast and worked out regularly five times a day, six days a week. That seventh was the day that I was using steroids. I would need steroids. I am a I'm a real man of integrity. I like to consider myself a man of faith as there's a deep drive in left field by Castellanos, and then I'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I know you were going to do that. Barry Bonds is one of the biggest cheaters in the history of the MLB. And this is coming from a guy who likes Barry Bonds as a player. I, I look at his old highlights of him in Pittsburgh. That dude was insane. I look at his pre-steroid years in San Francisco. Absolute monster. Goon Squad King. He was a Hall of Famer regardless before he did steroids. But no, he wanted more. He wanted those records. He saw that he was getting up there in age. He wanted that money. He wanted that fame. He wanted that iconic ideology of him. And so he illegally, illegally used substances to make it so that he could continue doing what he thinks he does best. And he did that. And four straight years, he had an OPS above 1,200. To put that into context, before him, it was Ted Williams and Babe Ruth and a couple other random guys that I can't name off the top of my head from the post-dead ball era. Nobody else had come even close. To 1200. His career high OPS beforehand was 1136. You realize how much he has to he would have had to do to get it up to 1200. He would have to do a lot more of those walks, a lot more of those doubles, a lot more of those home runs. He cheated to get those walks. He cheated to get those OPS because pitchers were afraid to pitch to him because they knew the power that he had from that steroid usage would kill the baseball and kill that pitcher's career. That's why he had 120 intentional walks in 2004. That's why his at-bats plummeted in plate appearances. He was a guy who regularly reached 500, 550 at-bats. He nearly reached 600 in 1989, right? He had 373 in 2004. In fact, he never reached 500 after he started using steroids because he and walks and walks because the pitchers wouldn't pitch to him. He cheated, John. And you're gonna and you're gonna say, well, before then, I'm okay with it. But not David Ortiz. He cheated. He was alleged to have cheated. So David was Ortiz. Ryan Howard. So yeah, so it was Ryan Howard. But here's the thing. The report about David Ortiz using steroids that came out in uh, what was it the New York Times? I think in nine in two thousand in two thousand nine. After an investigation by the MLB, they found that the report 
had a lot of factors in them that led the MLB to conclude that many of the players listed, basically all of them, most likely did not use steroids. Here's why. Because A, a lot of positive tests were in relation to vitamins and supplements, including for David Ortiz. Number two, because the reports did not always have a clear indication on A, what was positive and what was negative, and B, what was being tested and what was turning up positive and negative. So no, David Ortiz did not do steroids. Everybody else that is steroid linked on that thing, though, yes, they did. David Ortiz wasn't. So to vehemently defend not having Ortiz on there as he was alleged to have used steroids, I don't care that it was found that he didn't, I'm still going to vote no because the word steroid was used in his Wikipedia article. So, yeah. But then completely say, nah, Barry Bonds was really good before he used steroids and openly, and the thing that we openly know now. John, it's it's a little bit, just a little bit ironic that he's a Yankees reporter. Or is it just me? Not to mention he also... Okay, I will say this, by the way. Uh, he also had to deal with Keith Olbermann coming in and jumping around with it, which, yeah, Keith Olbermann made some stupid remarks. That was stupid as fuck. Um, ah, there it is. Uh, Anthony DeMauro said, Hall of Famers voters need to shoo aside personal biases, and no universe does Jeff Kent or Scott Rowland get in over David Ortiz or Alex Rodriguez. I mean, Rodriguez did you steroids. Sarah's argument is ridiculous when you're voting for Barry Bonds. The era was the era, plain and simple. This reeks of some personal agenda. I don't agree with it. However, I, 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 I will construe it to a certain way. While the era was the era, either you're going to support having steroid users in the Hall of Fame, or you are against it. You cannot be in between, alright? Because if you are, then it's a question your credibility. Why are you voting this specific one in over this one? Why is this one not in over this one? You know? And he literally responds to the guy, yes, I am biased against cheaters. That's my agenda. Then why the fuck is Barry Bonds in your goddamn ballot? Get this fucking idiot out of the goddamn BWAA. Seriously. He just doesn't have any idea what he's actually supposed to be voting. He has an agenda. It's plain and simple. That's all I gotta say on that. And final words, or teach me in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't say, I'm not even saying it as a biased Red Sox fan. I'm saying it as an unbiased fan of baseball. I'm a biased even, Phillies fan. I agree with you. Here's the thing David Ortiz, one of the most clutch hitters of all time, the king of Boston, the guy who helped lead so many teams of Boston, including breaking the curse, all of these years. Seattle Mariners it. legend. Minnesota Twins legend, too. Here's the thing. When Pedro Martinez ran into Barry Bond uh, back in the Dominican Republic, I think it was the Dominican Republic, right? They're both from the Dominican. I'm pretty certain they are. Let me check. Yes, Dominican Republic. I forgot whether it was Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico. Um, When Pedro ran into Barry, uh, not Barry, when Pedro ran into David Ortiz and uh, Dominican Republic, right? This was post-2002. 
Ortiz had just gotten released by the Twins. He thought his baseball career was over. Pedro remembered a home run David Ortiz hit off of Pedro Martinez. By the way, this is 2002 Pedro Martinez, star pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, who had just come off two. Literally, Pedro Martinez literally went and pitched the greatest season a pitcher has ever pitched in baseball history since 1968, and then did it again the very next year. Shout out Foolish Baseball. And he remembers that this guy, who just got cut by the Minnesota Twins, hit a home run off of the best pitcher in baseball, him. And he said, you know, the Red Sox might need you. And that's why the Red Sox signed him. He already had the power. He already had the talent. He was just not in the right position team-wise, culture-wise, and positional-wise. When he became DH and when he became the star guy that he needed to be in Boston, he took off. He is a Hall of Famer, first ballot. If somehow he isn't first ballot, second ballot. He's a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds is not a Hall of Famer. Because here's, here's the difference between Barry Bonds and David Ortiz. David Ortiz, A, b- besides the steroids, um, between the two of them, Barry did it, David did it. David Ortiz didn't break any records by using steroids. David Ortiz wasn't greedy for money, for fame, for glory, and used steroids to do so. Barry Bonds did all of that and didn't get shit in terms of the glory. What was it, one World Series appearance? Lost to some idiots from Anaheim that pretends to be from L.A.? And then after that, feuded with Jeff Kent, pissed off all of San Francisco, and then everybody forgot about it when he broke the actual home run Kings record. It's that simple. David didn't do steroids. Barry Bonds did. So don't come at me with the bullshit of, well, you know, before this specific year, before he used steroids, he was really good. You just admitted he used steroids. Before Hitler was Hitler, he was an artist. That was one of the things Keith Olbermann was like using as an argument, which, again, is stupid. Because you can't really equate, you know, Hitler and... That's true. Norm would have said that. Norm MacDonald, legend. He would have said that. Yes, he would And I would have agreed with him, because it's Norm. Again, and I I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You cannot say that before he used steroids, he was a Hall of Fame caliber player. Because you just admitted to him using steroids. And if you are saying that you are against cheaters, then you do not vote him in. It is simple logic. It is as logical as 2 plus 2 equals 4, John. Get a grip. All right. Let's talk about something a, bit, a little bit better, shall we? Oh, uh, um, this, is, this is good. I have something. It's not on our list of things, but it should be discussed. I just released the trailer for the second um, in into the Spider Verse movie, Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Oh wait, they really one. just did? Yeah. About time. It's part one. They're making multiple of them. A part one. Ruro Raggy. I couldn't watch it because you know we've been on the podcast, but I'll give it a watch later. But we should watch it. Uh, back. Nah, I'm good. Uh. They are bringing back everybody, it looks like. I mean, they are bringing Oscar Isaac into it more fully. Hell yeah. Uh, Jake Johnson as the Peter B. Parker Spider-Man. Hell yeah. Uh, Issa Rae as uh, Jessica Drew Spider-Woman. Interesting. Okay. And then the uh, 
the Japanese Spider-Man uh, live-action actor, uh, Takuya Yamashiro, is going to be. Is John Mulaney in it? Uh, not confirmed or denied. They better confirm uh, it. God trailer is released to the public depicting... I will skip this movie Miles if Disney John Mulaney isn't in it. What the fuck? Okay, apparently... According to what it says, a trailer is depicting Gwen visiting Miles in his universe. Both are shown traveling across different dimensions while Miles fights Spider-Man 099. Hmm. Nice. That's going to be interesting. I wonder why. That's actually really interesting. Why are they doing that? Hmm. Well, uh, good for them. Not to mention this part one. Also really good because that means more Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I am yeah. a... I am a very big fan of multiple Spider-Man. Um, Speaking of multiple Spider-Man. Uh-oh. That never goes well. You think there's going to be multiple Spider-Man in this movie that's coming out? Uh, Apparently, there was like an IMDb page or something or like a ticket yeah, that's site. Not, that's not that trustworthy, though. No, it was like a, like a movie, like... Uh, movie theater's website like accidentally put like starring toby Maguire and andrew garfield in the thing and i was so, just like that's this, this is this is my i don't point. believe it until i see it this, but this like this is it's my thought hilarious. jimmy fallon asked um what's his face the second one andrew andrew i forget his garfield name. yeah garfield jimmy fallon asked him that when he was on the tonight show to promoting tick tick boom which is really good by the way um but he asked him did Disney call you and ask you to be in this movie? And he said, I never got a call. This is the year 2021. There are multiple it. forms of technology now. He got he like got a it. text or an email or something. Or an Instagram exactly. DM. Exactly. The way he yes. phrased it. If he said, I didn't get any contact at all, it's different. But he specifically said he didn't get a call. I love how, like, everybody has just gone into full conspiracy theory mode about this. Let the record state I'm tapping my head like that one gif. Oh, roll safe? The, the, the modern problems deserve modern solutions one. Uh, it's that like one. the can't do this if you do that, if you don't do this or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's roll safe. Fucking love him. He's the one behind that one TikTok, and I was like, back in the day, me and you, baby... We used to have fun. That one with like the get lucky in the background. Like love, love, real safe. love, real safe. Love, safe. In this household, we love him. Um, did, did, did the thing that you just sent me actually like? Is it actually real? Yeah. It's actually real. <laughs> yeah. Because you know who oh tweeted that. You know who tweeted George, that. Do you know who George that is. No, actually. She's the husband of Kellyanne Conway. Wait. Oh my god. It's actually real. Yeah. Read it out. Read it out. Explain to the uh, viewer. Damon, uh, so George Conway tweeted a picture. It was a it was a I think it's an email or something. Yeah, it's like a promotional thing. 45th president of the United States of America. Anybody that doesn't think there wasn't massive election fraud in the 2020 presidential election is either very stupid or very corrupt. Huh. That's something to laugh at. Um, Michigan's beating Iowa, by the way, for with uh, six and a half minutes left in the second quarter as of this current recording. Um, so we're going to say the outcome right now of if one team wins or another team wins. Uh, if Michigan wins, cool. 
I'm okay with it. And then it, it's going to be what? Alabama, Georgia, Cincy, uh, Michigan for the championship uh, playoffs. I don't know college sports, so I'll take your word for it. Well, they're the current top four right now because it's Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, and then Alabama. But Alabama just beat uh, Georgia. Cincinnati won their conference championship. Michigan is right now winning. So Georgia's not going to fall out of the top four by any means uh, unless magical powers that be. Um, But if Michigan lose, they're most likely out of the top four. and Notre Dame leapfrogs them because they're fifth, and they would be now fourth. Cincinnati probably is second, or even first, because they're undefeated. Um, and then it's Alabama, Georgia is like the last two. Uh, I'm honestly okay with both of those. Mainly the big thing is like Cincinnati deserves to be in it. There's no way that they're not going to be out of it, in my opinion. If there is, terrible, terrible call. No logical reason for it. But I mean, stupider things have happened before, so... Stupider things you know. happen, like, every 10 minutes. Yeah, well, stupider things ha- happen every, like, three seconds, according to our resident tinfoil asshole, so... Has I'm he surprised. said anything oh. about the lockout? He has. He actually has. But he finally posted uh, today, oh my god, they're actually going to do it. Okie State got within about a foot, but couldn't get anything to hit the pylon in the final fourth down there, so the refs couldn't help them. Shut the fuck Oh my god. That and a 35-20 to 20 win by Cincinnati v. Houston probably does the honors. For the first time in any organized on-field top-tier national championship scenario, it appears as if a non-Power 5 team will be announced from about 9.30 a.m. Pacific time to play for the College Football National Championship. Worse for the Fabric is Broken crowd. Worse for the The Fabric is Broken crowd. They will be the last FBS undefeated left, meaning there's a very real chance under the old system they would BYU their way to winning the national championship under how it used to be. Yes, I know. Redundant redundancy. I am fully aware, by the way, of the line of thinking that they would get rolled by the number one team and that it would be for the group of five permanently. We'll see about that. Michigan or Alabama. Uh, his only label, the B dollar sign, C dollar sign. What? That's such a dumb label. The BSCS? The Bullshit Championship Series? College Series? College shit? Name. I don't know. Actually, no, the best name is Dick Pound. Dick Mountain going back to Boston for like the eighty thousand time. I love it. I love it. No, like um, his name also, is his name is he has like three middle names, yet he chooses to go by Dick Pound. He could amazing. be like literally anything else. William Pound is better, Bill Pound. Dick Pound instead. Uh I will actually read the lockout one. It's quite funny. Uh and there's a lockout. As much a rig job as anything. Here we go. It's midnight Eastern exiting the first, and that means the CBA for MLB is over, with the owners already voting to lock out. I have, as I've said a number of times, a reader of this blog who is a baseball historian, a close friend of, and has a lot of good prints. Uh, he says, I have a reader of this blog who's a baseball historian and a close friend. This friend and I have been talking most of the last several months. We believe this work stoppage will be ugly, long, and unlike the last one a quarter century ago, I think the owners are prepared to dig in their heels, even on a core challenge. They want everything, as my friend has noted to me a couple times today. They have openly colluded to keep rank-and-file salaries down and any number of other things. They want to smash the union after being exposed as not caring about either the major league players or especially the minor league ones. They want to make it honor to play the game, as if the players would pay them for the privilege. And the players have bad had, correctly, more than enough. Uh, and about three minutes after the deadline, reports that the rockout is already implemented. It's on. 
And I do not believe Major League Baseball, as you knew it before this year, is going to survive this. Doesn't necessarily mean teams will die or anything, but either the players are going to get smashed or the owners are going to officially be fucked. Here we go. And Manfred with the bullshit 15 minutes in. Ron Manfred, this defensive lockout was necessarily be, was necessary because the Players Association's vision for Major League Baseball would threaten the ability of most teams to be competitive. You can't even stand at least two of the teams which are competitive, you motherfucking goddamn piece of shit moron. He sounds like a seventh grader <laughs> learning to square for the first time in his life. <laughs> I should know that was me. You've been begging for this lockout for years through illegal collusion and other anti-competitive practices. My anonymous friend came up with an idea. Good time to get five or six teams removed all at once, especially if we lose the entire 2022 season. What? What? Why? What teams? Probably Manfred's quote-unquote favorite teams, which is like the Red Sox, Cardinals, Yankees, Cubs, Dodgers, and Braves. Uh, to what really is no one's surprise, MLB.com is now a ghost town history site, largely devoted to the 21 Hall of Fame voting, etc., and historical backstories. No current player is now prominently shown, probably as a function of the CBA covering that too. That I love his, ta- uh, his labels. Dirty deeds done, not dirt cheap. Follow the money. Political... Uh, chicanery, chicanery. I don't know. Rig job of the day. The national pastime of delusion. The show must go on. Maybe there is no law. Unsportsmanlike conduct. National pastime I, of delusion. That's my favorite quote. It's amazing. Uh, and then there, his his most recent post in December is about the uh, his th- his thinking that Brady versus Belichick is not going to happen now because Antonio Brown faked his vaccination status. Uh, and now he thinks, like, they might be throwing us a curveball, but I still think it's going to happen. National Pastime of Delusion is a good band name or song title or something. I'm going to need to use that for something. Uh, I'm writing that down. Literally, I'm writing this down. The suspicion of Cowboys is Tristan Hill was reduced to just tonight's game, and given the present game of New Orleans, some cl- pins appear to be being tested by the NFL or major ref ball no call in the fourth quarter pick for the Saints Saints commit clear shot to the head roughing the passer not called Saints down 20 to 10 middle fourth after the no call and a return no call just before the pick six mentioned below for Dallas doesn't look like it's going to turn into anything though and then Taysom Hill throws it right to the defender for the pick six which seals that Dallas is eight and four I like how he literally says the refs are rigging it New Orleans is going to win it uh Dallas won goddamn idiot I've 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 pissed in his Cheerios a few times intentionally. By the way, I I've enjoyed it. It's kind of funny. Where is it? November. Da, da, da. I gotta find it because it's it's quite hilarious. Uh, no comments. Where is it? I'm looking for it. I miss it. Case study political ranking. I'm scrolling up. Okay, so basically, this is this is the guy. If you don't remember, this is the guy that like is wants to kill Andy Reid for like no reason. Uh, ah, here it is. I found it. I found it. Perfect. <laughs> so, were you? Do you know about what happened with the Auburn Alabama game? Alex. Oh, I thought you were just. I thought you were just reading the thing. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> did did you hear about like Alabama versus Auburn? No. Tell tell me just so the viewers know. So basically, Alabama. Uh, came back and won over Auburn 24 to 22. Uh, I think it was like what? It was like ugh. I'm trying to like actually find the exact Oh, this is just the regular basic score. Um 
Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Alabama. There it is. So it was four. It was four time overtime, right? Tigers were up ten to nothing in the uh, uh, fourth quarter, and then Alabama came back to tie it, and then they scored both in overtime and then double overtime and then triple overtime and then Alabama scored in double in quad overtime to win 24 to 22 right uh <laughs> he was having some fun with that Auburn repaying the cabal for the money dollar sign cam slash Boise State situation what uh <laughs> 23 yada 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 uh, some of my favorite parts. You want Bama to win this game, and I damn well know why. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Rigged! Uh, I commented, you mean to tell me it wasn't Auburn's defense getting st- being stout as hell until they physically couldn't anymore? Or the offense being outpassed and outran? It wasn't Alabama being extremely sloppy for the first three quarters against inferior opponents like they have been at parts of the year? That Alabama didn't manage to pull it off and send death overtime, a place where things are completely up to chance, luck, and sometimes straight skill. Shut the fuck up, you cute out wannabe Skip Bayless slash Alex Jones bastard child. Go say the second moon is the moon from Legend of Zelda, Mistora's mask, and admit yourself to your local mental health place. Or are you scared they'll kick you off for making more threats towards football coaches you don't like? Wow. I don't like this guy. I really don't. I kind of want to face him at WrestleMania. And then he responded, because he doesn't know this is me, by the way. He doesn't know, because I've been anonymous this whole time, unintentional. Uh, no, it wasn't. You see, here's your problem. You can't be what the NCAA is purporting these men to be. Intelligent con- college athletes. Yes, you may start the laugh track right about here, but the fact is, that's what the NCAA purports on. He basically just immediately says, you can't be an intelligent college student, and not have a real question as to how in the hell that running back goes out of bounds in that situation, rather than surrender two yards shorter and keep the clock running after 40 seconds after third, another 40 seconds after the third down. Then the horse collar no call. Then the delay of game no call. And we get our touchdown, and Alabama's tied. Now show me where any effort was made on defense whatsoever on the overtime Alabama touchdown or the winning conversion. I'll wait, and I think I'm going to keep waiting. Something is going on far above your pay grade as an idiot shell fan who thinks the games are even remotely legitimate. I'll try to explain it to you if you need to try to keep up. Uh, oh, and one more thing, son. Under the conditions you stated in your last paragraph, they'd keep me in such a place, you fucking moron. <laughs> the beef is so nice, and I relish in it. Wow. <laughs> you just sound completely confused and just depressed about this. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy raising You know this. And he deserves every ounce of disrespect I give him every single day. That's, that's true. I, yeah. I, I, I have like this mantra where it's like, regardless of whether or not you deserve respect, I will show you. Unless you do something extremely like that, like terrible that I cannot respect, I do not respect you and will not show you respect. Um, he's one of those people because like you can't say whoa, Andy Reid deserves to rot in hell, and he is responsible for his son's death because he's a shitty father, and Britt Reid uh, is a terrible person, yada, 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 all this. And be like, why are you mad at me? It's just the truth. He also talked about uh, Britney Spears in a negative way, basically saying mm-hmm. like she was the... Uh, <clears throat> uh, it starts with a W. 
Oh. Basically. Uh, for all of Hollywood and everything in the music industry. Uh, he, he didn't explicitly use the W word. He said that she was uh, R-worded. I'm not going to say the word because why would I ever say that word? Yeah. In that uh, so trigger warning about that. Uh, he's a terrible person, and if you know people that have those beliefs, uh, like he does, uh, don't associate with them, because it's stupid. He's stupid, and he deserves no respect, he deserves no appreciation. Uh, oh, he just posted something new. Like, literally while we're recording this? Literally just now. Uh, meanwhile, the Big Ten is going to remove all doubt. In what universe is this not targeting? Field called it, Booth reversed it. This hit on Spencer Petras from Michigan State through Rod Moore was just reviewed for targeting, no penalty. This, after a clear pass under finish, no call to favor Michigan in the end zone, which kept Iowa to a field goal. 14 to 3, Michigan. 3 to go in the half. We'll add if the refs want to do more. Uh, and the labels follow the money, fuck the tuck. Uh, the national religion, the show must go on. There is no law. And then a couple others that we've already mentioned. I'm kind of laughing a lot. I kind of feel like I'm going to say some more later today. And I'm going to like it. Um, you know what else I've been doing like way too much lately for like no reason? There's this, uh, there's like this YouTube channel where it's just literally like, you know, those YouTube channels where it's, uh, like the, uh, big city, like Metro. And it's just like their entire, like subway line. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of the, like New York city metros like full lines like i i'm literally 40 minutes into uh the a express to rockaway park for the nyc subway it's an hour and 40 minutes long i just watch it on two times it's it's so weird that it's so cool and i just love it i don't know why it's so i don't understand those youtube channels and why they're so interesting to me i just found one of those for this philadelphia subway system that i take on a regular basis because you were forced to, because you need to get everyone. I kind of wish there would be, like, a train simulator version of that. Just so I could, like, you know, do it better. I'm surprised they don't have some of the, like, subways they in the just U.S. Have, they, just have Am, they just have Amtrak for some stuff. Yeah. The most recent one in Philly was from, like, ten years ago. And it's not for the good train sim. Trainston World Games. It's for the original train simulator game that's been a re- basically the 2K game equivalent where they just release, rename the same game every year. And have a shit ton of microtransactions? Yeah, you can buy a real train with the amount of money you could buy DLCs. Fun fact, don't do that. <laughs> buy the train, don't buy the DLC. So, uh... I do like Train Sim World 2, though. It's fun. Yeah, I downloaded it because of Game Pass, and I've enjoyed it, although I still don't truly know how to actually work a train, so... They ain't working right. This Twitch streamer slash YouTuber that I watched just tweeted, I received a letter from the IRS saying that I owe them tax money because they just tried and failed to cash a check I sent them in November 2020. Guess they didn't need the money that badly. That's rough. Shout out Captain Sparkles. I miss being a fan of captain sparkles he's still he's still enjoyable and entertaining but i think that's the big thing is like he didn't change with audience 
Oh god, you know? I just found a video on YouTube. Does Philadelphia have the best subway system in the United no. States? We only have no. two fucking trains. No, I was about to say no. The Broad Street Line and the L. Like what the what the fuck? How is that the best subway line in the United States? You can get like, north or south. I'm not or trying east to sound biased. West. I'm not trying to sound biased. But Chicago's L is ten thousand times better. Someone just For one got simple like reason. beat the crap out. Some student, like Asian student, just got the crap beat out of them on the subway like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, I, I heard about that. Uh, it was like these. Four, it was like three kids, and then like this one girl tried to like intervene, and then also got assaulted yeah. as well. I do not I go to that high school. Custody, I, I so. thought about going to that high school, but then I didn't. My aunt went there. Not to mention, it was, uh, what? What am I? What? What's the word for like? There was no like aggression beforehand by the four that were beat up. Unprovoked. It was just unprovoked. Thank you. But you know what else is like actually interesting? By the way. Oh, by the way, before. Uh, last thing. Sorry. Uh, the thing with the L, by the way, is that. You can spend two bucks and go anywhere in the city virtually because almost every single station, you do not have to spend the 250 to get in if you're going from one direction to another. Like if I'm going on the red line and I accidentally missed my stop, I can just go to the other side of the platform and go back for the most part. Um, but the big thing is that there are so many places where especially downtown where subways uh, meet and like the different colored lines uh, are transfer points. You can virtually go anywhere in the city for two buck 50 because you could just go to a transfer point, get on it from the red line to get to the brown line, go back downtown to get onto the orange line to go to Midway. If you're like going up from somewhere else, or you don't even have to use the brown line because you can get off at Roosevelt and get on the orange there from the red line so all of our subways are um there's like a track in the middle or there's a platform in the middle and the tracks are on either side so you can get on whatever direction yeah. you need to but you can only transfer between the uh the market frankfurt line or the l and the broad street line at city hall because that's the only place where they intersect Ex unless you're taking the broad ridge spur in which case you can change it uh eighth and market yeah most most uh stations uh in chicago though are like on either side of the tracks are like on the opposite sides but That's there'll annoying. be like there'll be like an area below that like you can walk through to like get to the other side um and like it again it doesn't cost money to like transfer for the most part in that situation but there are some stations most most of them on the red line uh, underground and some above ground that'll be like in the middle of the train lines um, mainly because the red line and the purple express uh, go the same route basically um, so the outside tracks will be purple line including the purple line stops and then the inside tracks are the red line and the red line stops because at other points as well the brown line intersects and the brown line is on the same tracks as the purple line so it's it's interesting because that's also like the only area that I can think of for the most part where outside of the loop and a couple other stations that are just outside of the loop, it's where like multiple stations exist that are not a specific train, but it's on the same tracks. 
So it's interesting. The L is very interesting, but it also is very ex- like simple to understand once you explain it enough. Uh, what doesn't um, understand is fantasy football and some of the matchups that are going on. How, how, how are you doing down there, by the way, on, in our league? Not great. I just like uh, waiting to edit my roster until like Sunday at, at like t- um, 12.59 when Mo's like, TARDIS, you should fix your lineup if you want. I don't care. It's not my team, but you should. I had to like tell him, like, hey, please let the general managers of each team actually focus on the team. Like, or you, not. You don't need, like, you don't need to micromanage. Like, he said it to Roman, like, hey, switch a care, like, switch somebody on your team because this guy's starting or this guy was thing. And I was literally playing him. Like, why are you saying this? It was like, it no, it was, uh, it was against um, Big Guy. He was like, uh, he was like, you should have started New England defense special teams or whatever. Why are you saying things to him? Why? So, uh, definitely, like, it's interesting as well, because, like, Roman was also talking trash about, like, Mo. Because, like, oh, Mo had all those bots. Here's the thing about Mo's team. Mo's team is actually really good. Like, Which it's weird, actually... Because most of his draft picks had the same bye week. No, that was the one thing that we were all actually laughing about because it was so many bye weeks on week seven, and that was the week that I played him. I beat him by like fifty points, and I I didn't even score a hundred. I was just like I literally like rested some players, but I was just like, yeah, it wasn't an easy, it wasn't a hard win, but like Mo is good team wise. Like Eckler's doing great, Cooks is doing great. He has Zeke and Prescott. He has Devin Singletary, who's been quite good at points throughout the season. Like, he's not doing bad at all. He's literally tied for first with P-Mister, who just keeps winning games somehow, and I hate it. Um, and then, like, Roman lost to Mo. So, you know, you'll start Taylor Heineke. You don't have a lot of room to talk. I'm also... What was the other big thing? Oh, yeah, because I said earlier... I have the two highest scoring players in our fantasy league because I have Josh Allen as my starting QB and I have my king, Jonathan Taylor, as my starting running back. I love Jonathan Taylor so much. King for life. Nobody will replace him. Speaking of king for life, Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah. You got tickets to the Foo Fighters concert. I got tickets to Foo Fighters July This is the last ever episode because now there is a fallout between me and Al. So... We got to figure out our schedule for the next couple weeks because we've been doing bi-weekly, but then we took a week off for Thanksgiving, and then I think... There is no such thing as a consistent schedule. No. We, yeah, we took last week off for Thanksgiving. This is December 4th that they were recording us. So we not to mention... Um, not to mention our our actual CBA expires uh, tomorrow, so this is probably our last episode ever. Not really, but, you know. And then uh, the 18th, and then it's... New Year's the week after that, so we'd probably take that one off. True. <laughs> and that'll be season two, because we're counting it by year. Very true indeed. When I upload it to the podcast places, it'll be listed as season two, episode one. This is, I don't even know, like episode 11 or 12 or something. 
I should check. That I don't even know because I'm gonna says. need. I'm gonna need to know when I uh, upload this. So, let me just check that. You talk about something. Da 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 da. Let Go people live their Spotify. life. Whatever. Go faster, Spotify. You don't need to do that. I. You could have just asked me to do it since I'm already on Spotify and already looking. Podcast. It doesn't have numbers. I have to count it. It. You can literally just count. Right here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Is that counting the bonus episodes. ones? Yep. Don't count the bonus ones. They don't count. They're bonus episodes. Fine. Then we have like 11. I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. That girl is like 20 now or something. That's terrifying. I hate it. This is episode I hate- 12, I think. Yeah, whatever. We're getting up there in age. We're now tweens. Eventually, eventually our podcast, I was about to say, eventually our podcast will be older than uh, you and Roman and Dan. I said this earlier, you and Dan, you guys aren't even like, Dan's like, what, 14? He's like, two. You two terrify me with your baseball knowledge. It's, It's actually frightening sometimes. Like, I'll be, like, I'll be, like, asking a random question, and then, like, Dan comes in with the exact answer, and then also, like, eight from outside. Where's, where's the one on Starboard that was just absolutely late? Yeah, he, like, posted a random picture of, like, I think it was a Mexican uh, baseball league, baseball team. It's like, no more Major League Baseball? No problem. Let's go Toros del Este. I love Fernando Abad, Pedro Florimon, and Felix PA. Let's go Toros. I'm just like, what? Pedro Florimon, Philly's legend. Uh, yeah, it was quite hilarious. Um, There's some fun stuff in Starboard. I'm just like, let's ask a column. Column. <laughs> Actual new team got it right. Go eat a boner pill, nerd. Late as fuck, but I don't care. And it's like I'm not pregnant. Uh, where's where's the? Give me fox <laughs> deported. I don't think you realize how hard I am right now. <laughs> the managers are grinding uh, right now. I'll I tell you, they're grinding. The real Squid Game with like Squidward with a football. Uh, I'm fine. I'm in India. Christopher Columbus, circa 1492. <laughs> this dude really about to say some shit like, I was conceived during a fish show. <laughs> uh, gotta, gotta love absolutely random, just legendary posts. Coulda, woulda, shut the fuck up. I'm jumping on the meme team bandwagon, lol. This sounds like such a waste of money, the history of the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> if Burns doesn't win the Cy Young, I'm eating ramen noodles boiled in beer. <laughs> oh. Cleveland will break the no-hitter, no doubt about it. They got a congrats, Colt. Great Your birthday grow. message got seven. Uh... More like bullish baseball. Base bot more like base bad. I learned the hard way that you can't cheer up a grieving friend with capturing Newt Gingrich and Newt Gingrich and forcing him to dance in a monkey suit. When when uh Cookie drafted Justin Tucker and then Tom Brady in the sixth round and then the first pick of the seventh round. Ugh. 
Got, gotta love just legendary memes, you know? Pretty sure my history teacher just fell asleep on camera. I remember that. It's the same history teacher I have. Oh, that was in September, yes. Yeah, so of course it's the same teacher. I thought that was older than that. Uh, let's see what else is in here. Punters are people, too. Javi <laughs> Baez wishes he found more tactful way to express desire for all Mets fans to eat shit and die from the onion. Lockout talk. Just don't care. Reese Hoskins isn't coming back. Deal with it. I want to watch Philly burn as I Amtrak pass it someday. Fortnite's, oh yeah, I want to watch that. Fortnite I skin, or better known as a fort a foreskin. Uh, oh yeah, I want to watch the Red Sox DFA Matt Barnes. Could it be? Ronaldo to Manchester Rogers? City is done and confirmed. Brought to you by Bob Nightingale. Cubs should DFA you in response to me. Angel should DFA Trout. He hasn't homered for them in months. Thing in Russian. Uh, where's the really stupid one that I just love for no reason? <laughs> there it is. Wow, no fans like big people, all kids. <laughs> I can't even see that because I have it unblocked. <laughs> That's scary. I wonder who deleted user is. Oh, that's that's Dan. Remember? Oh, right, because his alt his other account. Yep. This has gone very quickly into we just look back at old days and think about how everything was so much better before the baseball lockout happened, uh, and also before. Uh, the Red Sox traded for Jackie Bradley Jr. for no fucking reason. Whoa, 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 I hate whoa, 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 whoa. You can't use his name. Sorry. Um, former Red Sox center fielder back on the Red Sox after a contract with the Brewers fell apart after he did shit. I cannot say his name because I am affiliated. But yeah, I, I hate life about that. Why did it have to happen literally right as a lockout happened too? Why was that the deadline deal for us? I hate deadline day. Keep it in the Premier League. Um, Alex, do you have anything anything final before we just dip and never um, talk ever again? It's a good question. Do I have anything? Um, why did we trade for Detroit Detroit Tigers second baseman number seven? Shit, you got a point there. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. Except for you, Trevor Bauer. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you, Trevor Bauer. And John Heyman, put Ortiz on your ballot, bitch. Yeah, and uh, and Aubrey Huff. Yeah, fuck you, Aubrey Huff. Always and, fuck. And Aubrey Rob Huff. Manfred. Yeah. All right, we're we're done. Get out of here. And Eric Clapton. <laughs>